1: Hey everybody, welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson. Super excited that you're here today. Today, you're going to get me doing some teaching and coaching on the good, bad, and really today we're going to talk about the ugly. Something that happened to me recently that I think you guys should know about and it's going to have to deal with what's called a lockout period and why you should understand what that is, what it means, and how it can affect you and your potential sale of your property. So you're not going to want to miss this episode. It's full of some good nuggets. And again, I like to give it to you guys on my back, meaning these are the real mistakes that me, Corey Peterson, has made, and I'm going to share them with you. Probably one of my favorite things to do. Like, Listen, I love having guests on the show. We've got some amazing guests. But by far and away, some of my favorite things to do is really to sit here and teach you a lot of times from my mistakes. So I don't mind making mistakes. I will keep on making mistakes. I will keep learning, but I will keep sharing as we go. And hopefully, my real hope is that it makes you an even better investor. So... This is a new one for me, and it's not going to be fun to talk about, but I will talk about it anyways. But before we do that, though, I got to give out some love for the people that go to iTunes and leave that five-star review. The first one comes from Catherine Pena, says, everything you need to know. I found your podcast on iTunes, and I really love it. And now it turns out to be better than I expected. Thank you so much, Catherine. I really appreciate that. Joe Jones says, It's very good. I appreciate the Multifamily Legacy podcast and find the information here to be really useful. Well, that is what we try to do, Joe, is we try to give you the meat and potatoes. Because, listen, I know there's lots of other podcasts out there that talk about multifamily, but they will not tell you the real story or the complete story is what I like to say. I'm not to bash any of my friends, so there's a lot of good educators out there. But if you're listening to me, you know that we like to do it just the way it is. We call it out how we see it, and hopefully this helps move your needle and get you to that next level. I am back from vacation, had a wonderful vacation, went to South Dakota with my family, Um, went and saw Mount Rushmore. Hopefully you guys really appreciated episode 172 with Isaac telling you about the 12 mistakes people make when underwriting deals hopefully you guys enjoyed that and it was great but now i'm back and we've got some really great guests lined up in the future as well so but let's get into you know what a lockout period is and why you should pay attention but before we do that a word from our sponsors
0: at kahuna investments we partner with passive investors to create award-winning communities families love to call home If you want to learn more about our company and our process, go to www.kahunainvestments.com and click the deal room.
1: All right, we're back. So let's get into what is a lockup period, And I got to do a little bit of setting up it for just a minute because kind of understand where I'm at. So I was in a deal. I own a deal called The Palms. Now, this is an apartment complex in Yuma, Arizona, and we've owned it for now three years. We did a bridge to perm loan about a year and a half ago where we took the bridge note that we had and we refinance with great debt. We got a 15-year Freddie Mac loan for 3.63 rate, five years of interest only, 15-year term, 30-year amortization schedule. Beautiful debt. I mean that thing cash flows amazingly well from what was previous a bridge note at 6% so actually it's like 6.2 so we went from a 6.2 rate to 3.63 and just we're cash flowing like crazy it's a great deal and we've increased the NOI on this product almost half a million bucks so weren't really looking for an offer, wasn't looking to sell this property, but got an off-market offer from a very reputable buyer. And they said, hey, listen, we'd maybe like to buy your property and I think we would pay like 19 million bucks for it. Well, $19 million is double, right? Double what I owed. So I was like, dude, maybe need to look at this offer. And after reviewing the buyer and their history, it's like, well, let's see if we can do a deal. But one of their conditions of the deal was they wanted to put new debt. And even though we had great debt on this property and we were looking for maybe an assumption type of buyer that was going to assume our note, you know, they posed a question. I said, well, gosh, you know, I'll have to see how much that's going to cost. So Arbor is servicing my Freddie Mac loan, Arbor Mortgage, And so, Arbor Financial, and so called my servicer and emailed them and said, hey, listen, I'm looking to selling this property and I need, would be considered the prepayment penalty or the defeasance. Like, what does it cost to exit this loan early? I know we got great debt, but what it costs and, you know, how much is it? And so they came back with $1.3 million. I personally think this is a deal killer. Right. So I go back to the sellers and like or the buyers that want to buy my property and said, Hey, listen, I would love to sell you my property for 19 million, but I got a $1.3 million prepayment penalty. So I need 20.3 if you want to do the deal. And they came back and said, Yeah, we want to do the deal. So, hey, we went under contract. And so we had a great contract. It was a really clean contract. They put four hundred thousand dollars earnest money down. We had a 30-day due diligence period, and then after your due diligence period, the money goes hard, and then we are now ready for, prepped for a closing, and this closing was supposed to happen in about, like, July 11th. It's July 6th now that I'm recording this. I think this is going to go out the same day, because I wanted this, I'm going to fast forward this in line, because I want to talk about this now, because I think it's really relevant. But... So to get a payoff, usually you have to request your payoff about 30 days earlier. So once we got past that due diligence period, I then submitted the email saying, hey, listen, Arbor, I need my payoff to my loan. And so I'm waiting for a couple, uh, you know, about a week and a half. And all of a sudden, about four days ago, while I'm on vacation in South Dakota, I get an email. And it's not one that I'm very happy about. (laughs) And this is where I'm going to share the ugly. I'm going to share some pain. And I'm going to give this as a teaching moment for you guys because this is something that I've never experienced. I've never experienced. I understand what a lockout period is. But I didn't understand that it would be as long as it is. And so what happened was... They came back with an email saying, Corey, you cannot sell this property or sell this note. You can't sell the note. In other words, you can't pay it off early. The provisions in uh, the securitization provision, there's a lockout period in your loan docs that you signed. And you can't sell this property till June of 2022. Well, that's kind of a problem because I'm under contract. And I'm sitting there going, are you kidding me? Now, listen, when you're this close to a deal, and I'm like, I was going to double and make 10 million bucks. I'm a little, and I'm on vacation. <laughs> I'm just like, and all I can think of is this is Murphy's Law. I'm like, I've been waiting for something to go wrong on this deal because it's been going so smooth. And here it is. It smacked me right in the face. Come in and found me. Murphy's Law will come and find you too, my friend. Trust me. So I'm sitting there, what do I do? Like, what is the, what the hell is a lockout period? So I immediately go to my loan docs and I'm looking, I'm looking, looking, finding where that little section is that says lockout period and what does it say? Also for that to my attorney to have him get his legal opinion on what it says. And what I found is something very, very vague. Like it talks about a lockout period, but it doesn't say when it starts when it ends and it just talks about the securitization of it and what that looks like but there's no like start date and end date there's nothing specific on what a lockout period time is and like remember i refied this property like last march so i'm into it a year and four months now so i'm like After a year, I can see, like, I've heard, like, most, like, in my mind, I was like, oh, you can't refinance the deal or, like, get out of a loan, like, after you've only owned it for one year. But usually a year after, like, that's typically, yeah, you can go ahead and get a deal, right? You can sell your deal or, you know, like, pay the fee and and be out. But, my friends, that is not the case. That is not the case with the securitization of some of these deals. So... Come to find out that there is a lockout period and they gave me the date now. Of course, I'm a little bit upset with my lender on this one because they had provided me with a lockout payoff, like a payoff. That $1.3 million, how did I come up with that number? But the truth is, it's probably not going to matter. So the only way that I'm going to be able to sell this deal now is for the buyer to assume my note, okay? So... As an assumption, they can assume it, but the problem with assuming a note, especially if the note's currently only $8.9 million, but they're buying it for 20.3, is the LTV on that sucks. So you'll need to get what's called a supplemental loan. Then the supplemental loan is usually a little bit higher rate. And coming to find out that the supplemental rate is around 4%. And that's what we're working through now. Now, the good news is we may still salvage this deal. But I'm not counting on it now. Like I'm way past that we're going to sell it. I'm thinking to myself, this is not going to happen. Probably is not going to happen. Believe it or not, I'm, I'm okay if it doesn't. Right. I mean, I would love to make a good lick. But the property itself is still looking fine like it's great cash flowing deal so i'm okay if we have to sell it but i'm going to talk about the ramifications of me not closing and what it's going to cost me because it is going to cost some money and this is the real risk when you're doing big deal boy deals right there's consequences for not following through on certain things it's not like oh well we're just brush our hands we'll go separate ways No, it's going to be, there's legal involved and there's going to be some money that's going to have to probably change hands. And so what's going to happen is we're trying to put the deal together and hopefully the buyer will come back and say, hey, we found some terms that will work for us in these assumptions and then we'll just need to extend our timing, maybe 90 days. Maybe it's another, maybe it's 100 days, right? 120. But I think it's 90 days at the minimum because it's the... uh, Arbor tells me that it's gonna take 60 days to do a loan assumption, and that's not with the supplemental added. But I think they could probably get it done in 60 to 90 days if we wanted to, if we could come to the right terms. I mean, that's for the buyer to get the right term sheet that's going to allow them to want to do the deal.
0: Are you ready for retirement? The majority of Americans are not. Failing social security and dated financial planning practices put strains on many retirees' finances. 46% of Americans admit they are not taking steps to prepare for the likelihood they outlive their retirement savings. Luckily, it's not too late. Diversify your portfolio. At Kahuna Investments, we partner with passive investors to create award-winning communities families love to call home. To learn more about our company and our process, go to www.kahunainvestments.com and click the deal room.
1: Now, let's talk about what happens if It doesn't happen, okay? Because that's the really risk. And that's within your document that you went under contract with. And unfortunately, at the time that I went under contract, I believed I could convey title. I could sell this property just by paying the defeasance fee or the prepayment penalty, okay? So that's the information that I went in with. I think I have no issues here. Now I'm into an issue where I'm going to be in default because I'm not gonna be able to sell the deal to the buyer. And so then I have to go into my contract, and this is what, you know, when you hire and do deals, you wanna have good legal representation, and I'm actually gonna have, probably in a couple more episodes, my attorney, Wayne Siegel, on our podcast to talk about this deal a little bit more detail from the legal ramifications but to talk about all the other things that we do in when we do what's called contract negotiations and redlining how he redlines my loan docs and he's there to look out for my best interest and he's a great guy and I think you'll get a lot of knowledge out of that so that episode's coming up so you're going to want to stay tuned for some of that good information but for us on this current contract, that was my next call to Wayne was like, "Hey Wayne, what's my potential liability if I can't close?" And so he's like, "Well, you know, it goes to the contract. He's like, "Looks like you're on the hook for at least $100,000." I'm like, "All right, 100,000 bucks." Gosh, dang it. Now, 100,000 bucks is a lot of money. It is. But not only now, because now they could sue for specific performance, meaning they could force you to sell. But the problem with that is that I cannot sell based on Freddie Mac, right? Because of the securitization of that deal. So I don't think they would win in forcing me to sell. And I don't think they're going to be able to force me to sell. But the goal is I want to sell. I really want to sell. I really want to make a deal with this buyer and make it amicable, like, that was the whole goal. I'm not here to try to hold anybody hostage. And I think all parties are working to get a deal done. Now, whether we can or not, we'll have to see. And so we're still a little bit lucid on that. And I'll probably have a, when we sell it or not sell it, I'll have an update on that property. Just so you can hear the rest of the story of what's going Because this is something I'm dealing with right now. And I just thought it was very relevant. that I wanted to share with you guys on the podcast. So you can understand that what is a lockout period. Now, I'll tell you this. I promise you from now on, I will be asking about a lockout period on every loan that I ever do and just understanding what the terms are and what, what's the time frame for that. Because I do not want to ever be put in a situation to happen what I what just did. Now, typically this would never happen because we would never sell a deal you know, three years into it. We're typically long-term buy and hold people, but I had the ability to double a deal in less than three years. What I just put on was, you know, fairly recently was new debt. That was good debt. You know, I was like, hey, listen, if someone wants to pay me that, I'll, you know, everything's for sale at the right price. And so this was one of those deals like, hey, it kind of made sense. We had some other things to put the money into. So it, it kind of made sense Um, because we were going to find another deal with this, with the funds from the sale of the palms. Now, so... So let me line it up for you. So not only am I not going to sell the palms, but the other deal that I'm working on is now I have to go out and raise capital for it. That I wasn't, I was planning on using most of the funds from the palm sell. So now I got to go all, all of a sudden, and luckily I've got time, but we got to go out and raise new capital for another deal. But that's, since so, so sometimes these things can really happen and, And it's really how you handle it, right? I mean, I've always said things go wrong all the time. And it's really weird how it's the testament of how you handle the journey. And what is your composure? What does your internal talk say? Because adversity is going to come. It will come for you. And it's what you do in those moments, I think, that's going to determine you know who you are as a person and how you're going to persevere. So, I've always say there's always roadblocks that'll come around for all of us, and it's the way that and it's the t- determination that you will tell yourself that no matter what, I'm going to find a solution. And so, one of the solutions that I'm looking at for this deal, the deal that I may not be selling is maybe that it was just meant to be this way. Because and I could potentially have to pay $100,000 to the buyer because I couldn't perform to get him back his money for like trying to go and close a deal. And, you know, he had earnest, uh, he did a due diligence. And I mean, he's got cost, real cost involved in the deal. And I will probably have to pay for that because I'm not going to close. But I look at it, if that's the case and I keep the property. Well, we're, we keep on raising rents and we're raising rents like crazy. And maybe I make another million dollars by holding it for another year, which I really think will happen. So, you know, it's not a total loss. Not a total loss if I don't sell it for the double. Maybe I can triple it down the road, right? So I think it's the way you have to try to look at things and find the silver linings In Murphy's law because Murphy law what can go wrong will go wrong and it's really what you do and how you get through that I think that makes the journey worth the reward and it will happen to you and you know more than ever now so here's what I've learned now is like I know that things are gonna go wrong in deals one way or the other there's always Every time we close a deal, we'll do a segment, of usually a two or three-part segment, on the good, bad, and the ugly of the deal. And there's all these things in each and every deal that seems like insurmountable. And I'm getting ready to close on my deal that I'm buying called Sierra Point with a couple of my partners, Will, uh, Scott and Waleska, and that's got a story in its own. And we're going to rep that out coming out. And... I mean, none of these things are perfect. They're just, it just doesn't seem to ever go that way. So you've got to expect some things to come your way in the game. And just like for the buyer, I'm sure he wasn't expecting that he's probably looking forward to doing the deal and all of a sudden I pulled the rug. So it's not going his way either. But yet these deals get closed and they get done. So we'll see what happens. But that lockout period, my friends, You will pay attention to lockout periods from here on out, or you better be, because it's just one of those things you got to know. And I've known about them, but I didn't know, like I didn't get the lesson that I just learned recently that it will be now part of one of my check boxes, making sure I understand what that is, get calendared up in my calendar, because I like to put these things where I'll see them two years from now. So I'll just know. And that's the way you got to do it so you learn these things you make a course correction you tell yourself what do we need to do so we don't have to learn it ever again and then you know you put it back and down it's another arrow in your quiver and unfortunately this is not this is like the sucky arrow that never works out right (laughs) but i think you have to laugh at it right because i don't know how else to like handle the you know i was fixing to make probably personally 3 million bucks in about 8 days and like this is why I've learned never to count on a closing it is real estate guys and if I would have started counting my chickens before they hatch and started spending money and doing things before I'd gotten any of that money I could be in a world of hurt luckily I know better than that I know that real estate's not done until you close my friends tell you everybody and the wires transferred until then and even then you may not be closed exactly so it is real estate but and these things can happen and this is a lesson that i don't like sharing but it's a true lesson that i feel like you should know about and that's why we've jumped ahead of some of our episodes to get this to you and to make sure that you understand that lockout periods are real you need to find out what you know not every loan has one by the way but you need to be educated about what it is And what it could potentially mean to you. So you don't have to experience what Corey just did. Is that now I've got heartburn. And I'm trying to figure out whether we have a deal or not. Probably won't know for, I think it'll be the end of the week. Before we have a good understanding of if we're going to do a deal or not. So hopefully we can. But if not, it's not the end of the world either. Right? Right? Guys, thanks for coming on along with a journey with me today. This is a little bit shorter episode than we normally do, but I just wanted to just put this in front of you because I believe when you learn these lessons, you should share them immediately, especially with bad news. Bad news is better to just serve it hot and warm and, and so it doesn't, so you can release it because if you hold these things internally, oh my God, what a miserable life you could have, Right. We don't want to do that. We just want to, it's like Bob Ross painting. Sometimes you make a happy little mistake and that, and but we're still going to make happy trees. And guess what? He's got a friend, right? So we're going to two hairs and some errors on this thing. We're going to brush it out. We're going to blend it all in. And we're going to have a beautiful painting called The Palms. It's going to make us lots of money in the end. And so everybody's okay, right? Guys, to get there though, you got to believe it. You gotta believe this game. You gotta believe that it can give you the life that you've never ever had, or the life that you truly want, right? But it starts with your mind. Guys, if you don't believe it, you can't achieve it, right? But if you do, you can have everything that you want in life. If you believe it, you can achieve it. And your paradise is absolutely possible. Have a good day.